Behind the Bunker. It's Monday night, 8.05. Thank you guys for tuning in. This is our weekly paintball podcast. If you guys are new, thank you guys for checking us out. Not sure where everybody keeps coming from, but our numbers were up again last week thanks to Amazon, uh, which we'll get to in just a second. Tonight's topic is uh, what is good and bad about your local paintball field? We uh, took to social media and you guys responded, so we'll get to all that in just a few minutes. Uh, as I said, Amazon Music is still featuring us at the front page of their site. And uh, if so, if you go to your Alexa or any of this stuff, you may see that's what it would look like. Um, I bring this up because before the show, I was looking at this. Uh, this is something that... Uh, uh, where did I get these? Yeah, so these are the stats right now. So this was just, oh, this was just from today. United States, we had 1,007 hits. Russian Federation, we had 181. (laughs) So that's probably bogus. But then we have Germany, China, Ukraine, and Canada falling short. Uh, Whoa, what did I just do? Get rid of that. So anyways, those were were the, the, the stats. There, I did it again. Gosh darn it. And Turkey's on that list. The Netherlands? <laughs> Holy smokes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, Vietnam was 11. Vietnam. <laughs> Vietnam was 11. So worldwide, I can say there's not much going on if you're tuning in here. Instead. No. No, not at all. <laughs> I, France, there's some great riots going on. What are you guys doing watching our show? Yeah. <laughs> you can put a on riot. a yellow vest and get out there, man. Come on. Um, one of our favorite segments that we do every week is uh, we do a little bit of prices Right. And yeah. uh, Leds sent me something. Oh dear! Yesterday, that I thought would be a good, good prices right to start the beginning of the show. We won't, we won't get into prices right, but uh, and it's not on eBay. It's on a a, a website called Venishy, V E N I S E H E Venishy, and uh, it's this. It is a gray, sexy print. Uh, camouflage jump sh- jumpsuit. Is it actually pronounced sexy? Uh, sexy. I think it's S E G G, and it comes in multiple different. Oh, where'd you go? Comes uh, in multiple different colorways. Not that this is at all photoshopped in any way, because like just, her hand doesn't move, her shadow doesn't move, the purse doesn't move. <laughs> just turn it like a shine different light on it. Like here's in black That's light, right. but they do. Light. Here is the back side of it. So. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. I would like to know. We can start the bidding. What do you guys think this is selling for? We're going to use U.S. dollars. I'm going to load this up. Uh, yeah. If you guys are uh, signing in right now, just uh, post up hello. We'll hopefully be able to see you in the live chat. Gavin is not here, but I think, Josh, you smoked last tri- uh, last time, didn't you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was a blowout. Uh-huh. What uh, What would you bid for something like this? Oh, by the way, you know what? I, sh- I shouldn't do this. I should do this before you bid. You should, yeah. Has five star rating. Twelve people, and they all ranked at five stars. Really? That's good. Not That's that it's fixed. Sixty stars. I can I can read the Amazon reviews without seeing them right now. Arrived directly on time. <laughs> was directly as described in the ad. And I can't wait for mine to come. Well, T in America says, Romper is beautiful. However, due to sequenced material, very scratchy on the skin. I am 5'6 and 145 pounds. Ordered a large. Too loose. Could have ordered a medium. Overall, a great buy. Five stars. Five stars. 
George Hastings, but then, but then tells you it's scratchy at the same time. I, I, I but what it does to her for her figure, H in America says, I'm so happy with this purchase. I'm 59 and wasn't sure if it would be a good fit for a taller person, but it's perfect. Uh, can be scrunched up at the bottom if you're shorter and if you need the length. Quality is great. How many 59 year olds are buying these camouflage outfits? Well, apparently, yeah, one at least. Yeah, it is maybe. the internet. Uh, M from the States. Another one says, It is perfect. I see why they sell fast. They're cute, comfy, and fashionable. I will be purchasing more. And then G, which I, I can only assume was Gavin, says, I like it. It's soft and comfortable. It's good to kick around. In, uh, it's a good kick around outfit, and I'm wearing it to the amusement park. <laughs> it's perfect for that. I was going to stop a kicker on outfit, but now I need an explanation as to why it's being used at the amusement park. On chick ass to fit instead of the BTB's tiger stripe hoodie. Joe, move it closer. I, oh, what? Yeah, someone moved? Yeah. Oh, there. Sorry about that. <laughs> someone, someone moved, else, someone moved it's in your armpit. <laughs> well, I was not here last week, so someone was wearing it. Nobody was wearing it. Well, then something. Someone with the cat must have <laughs> stood on it. Yeah. Bond um, chick, has, is this instead of a tiger stripe, BTB's tiger stripe hoodie? It's a BTB Lycra hoodie that's coming up soon. Lycra actually. hoodie, yes. <laughs> um, so, sorry, Josh, what are you thinking? Rick Chard says... Minus $33. <laughs> he's, he's probably not wrong. <laughs> I, I know we have to do prices that are uh, in, the, in the black. So, I'm going to go ahead and say um, five British sterling pounds. What's what is that, that in American dollar? Aren't they almost on par? I have no idea. Yeah, I, think I think it's Europe. close. Like ten dollars Canadian, maybe. Yeah. Matt, what do you think for this monstrosity? Five stars. Hey, I bet her OnlyFans account is in the top one yeah, percent. <laughs> you could probably buy it after she wore it for four days. Oh. <laughs> There's probably a market for that too. Keith Kissel says my girl wants to know if it comes in clear. <laughs> yeah. Bond Chick says $55. Matt, what do you think? Bond Chick's way over. I'm going to say 20 bucks. 20 bucks. Joe? Uh, you know what? I'm going to go to uh, $48. Josh, what did you bid? $10. $10. Josh is the proud new owner of a sexy print uh, camo jumpsuit. It sold for $12.99. Yes. On yes. Venice. George, hey, if you'd like me to send you the direct link, I can. <laughs> I'm going to wear it on my OnlyFans account and then sell it uh, yeah. for a dollar more than that. Jeez. How is, how, how is your single subscription going? Are they still are they still paying? or? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, $3.99 a month. Nice. Um, hey, if you guys are looking for something to do this November, head to foldagap.com and get registered for Foldagap coming November 3rd to 5th. Um Something was posted on the Go Sports uh, Instagram feed today, Matt, that, that someone sent me and thought it would be of interest. I don't know if you guys saw this. I'm going to put it up on the screen there. Uh, let me what zoom in. Oh. <laughs> so it's That's a camera on a little, what looks to be an RC body or an RC car. like an RC like an, skateboard. But yeah. maybe wider. Maybe. Um, and they had these are just stills from the video, but the video was of it uh, tracking back and forth along both ends of the field. 
Good for oh. them. I, I did not know that was in the broadcast. I didn't get a chance to watch the Go Sports broadcast. I did watch their other broadcast, and uh, pretty cool. But it does look like a professionally made thing. It doesn't look like somebody made it in their garage. Well, whoever made it, it looks pretty good and good for them. I, I'm pretty jealous. I'd like to have one of those. No, just get some tracks, like a put it like a train. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> people trip on them. If you just Screw get the them. if you get the tracks from the beer store that they slide your cases out under, then you put a cameraman on like a little cart and just have another guy push him back and forth on a chair. That would be the Canadian way of doing it. I uh, I was at the beer store one day. And there was a guy there replacing some of the bearings in the wheels. Oh, oh boy. And I thought... That'd be a union That's job. That's somebody's job. Somebody's job is to go around to all the beer stores and change bearings. What a wonderful world that man must live in. What a wonderful world. He probably drives a Zamboni on the weekends. Probably. Hey, does anyone <laughs> else have this? When you go to the comment section of... I'm not uh, on Facebook. Of Facebook... It says that I can get stars and buy stars and put stars. Oh, they've stolen the Reddit model of business. Good for them. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> you, oh, you can buy stars. Isn't that cool? Give stars. Wow. I oh. did not know that. I wonder where the star money goes to. Maybe it goes. Maybe it goes to us. I don't know. No. Not a chance. <laughs> I don't. Know. Let me know if anyone else sees them down there, and maybe someone. Go ahead and buy it does, them just it, to see. I'm curious. It does on Reddit, but Reddit takes a percentage, I think. Don't they? Like 2% or something like that? I think, I think so. Oh, yeah, that's right. We're over on Twitch, too. Ryan McGee says, I'm over there. Uh, let's get some views over there. Yeah. Um, we haven't really done anything with Twitch. We've, we're just trying to see if it'll work. And if it does, then uh, we'll spend some more effort and, and do some marketing over on Twitch and get uh, get some more viewers over there. Well, uh, what is Twitch? It's, and uh, how do they sell porn on it? <laughs> Yeah, I don't think you're... I think Twitch is pretty pretty good about stuff like that. If there's, like, nudity or anything like that, it gets reported and taken down right away. Oh. Oh, does it? I'm pretty sure. I don't know. Yeah. I just found out it was, like, a massive thing, so I just assumed they are selling porn on it. Somehow. I think it's catered towards younger people watching video games. Oh. Hence well, why they're, they're pretty tight about then. that. So, yeah, yeah. Um, look do, at this. Tracy this. Santos with the Red Lobster Which. money. Whoa. She says she's watching live from the Red Lobster with Richie Rampage Santos. Kitchen Dinner. is backed up. Order some extra biscuits. Yeah, when our oh, local uh, restaurant <laughs> when our local restaurant gets gets uh, backed up, they say the kitchen got slammed. Yes, and that's supposed to make us feel okay. Well, good luck. Have have some Cheddar Bay and make sure you have a couple um, of crab legs. Due to a impressively sad quantity of Hell's Kitchen that I've watched, I know exactly why the kitchen gets slammed and it's from mismanagement, but don't tell them that. <laughs> yeah. No, it's because no one wants to work anymore. That's true. That's well, true. That In the before time. <laughs> oh, the before Jeez. time. Yeah. I got three jobs. I don't know why people don't want to work these days. I work five jobs. <laughs> I'm trying to get rid of some of my seven. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, ladies and gentlemen, we have lots to get to on the show tonight. Money, though. We have uh, the topic to get to at hand. We have Joe's Vault up next. Some mail time questions to get to and uh, maybe some prices right if there's time. So, guys, don't go anywhere. Let's uh, check out Joe's From the Vault segment this week. And we'll be right back. It's uh, Joe from Flaggers Paintball here with another segment from the vault where we go back in history. Back in the early days of paintball, I'll show you something that's kind of cool 
Something that's kind of old and something you may not have seen before. Tonight is no different. Tonight we're going to go into my box of stuff that I located. This is just a GI Sports custom box. So it's vintage because I don't think you can get this box anymore. Some field shots of flag graders at our second location. The embassy with the wall around it. Some buildings. An Eric Engler custom 3D mag adapter uh, for the TCR. That's what it is. Action Pursuit Games. I showed you this this a couple weeks ago. Pretty cool. Uh, some Flagrator air fresheners. Swag that will make a return if we come back. Some Vents armbands. Two different styles. Kind of neat. One with silicone. I guess they both have ah, one with silicone, one with no silicone. So obviously evolution in cost cutting. One is stitched in, one is screen printed. A swab, some more squeegees. Some pretty um, amazing Armson stickers. This is sealed, so we're not going to open it. But it's Armson stickers, both kinds. The Armson barrel and the round ones. V-Force. Lots of cool Planet Eclipse ones. These are these are old, probably early Eclipse. Um, Empire, more Eclipse. This is like a total Eclipse of the Sun. Isn't that a song? Um, some Intimidator. Um, Tipman stuff. Coupon Clipper, which we've seen before. Uh, Thompson stock, brand new, never been on a Thompson or a paintball gun or a butt or a sniper. Some V-Force Vision stickers. These are obviously fairly old. These are cool. These are vintage Oakley thermonuclear protection stickers. So anybody that's fairly old will know the original Oakleys. These are these are 80s, uh, late, late 80s, different color. Pretty cool. Another squeegee. And... Um, some grips, brand new grips from an auto mag that would probably fit on a PGP and some California Magnum stickers. So those are the things that I found in this week's segment of from the vault in a box that was somewhere in another box in a vault. So cool. But anyway, guys and girls, thanks for watching uh, this week's segment from the vault. We'll see you next time. Pew, pew. Yeah. All right. I saw a little bit of Vermont sticking in that post. Vermont? Yeah. It's darn tough to darn, spot, but they're right there at the top. <laughs> I was wearing my darn tough socks. Yes, that's true. Look at you. Um, Thank you, Phoenix. I do have some cool stuff. Very good. Um, still, I don't see any of you guys in the live chat. Maybe it's just me that's seeing it. Let me know if you guys see any comment in the live chat on Facebook about stars. I'm curious to see what it says. Maybe take a screenshot if you can. Um, all right. Well, let's get into your mail time questions. Gavin is not here, unfortunately, tonight. So we're going to get into some mail time questions. And then we'll get into tonight's topic. Um, all right. Let's see here. On YouTube, there's a emoji for social distancing. Nice. Oh, yeah? I just put it in the chat. Nice. I, I was clicking around looking for stuff, and I found out that there's emojis on it. I had no idea. Bobby Doust sends in a question for mail time. He says, uh, it's been a long haul trying to get Flag Raiders back up and running. Wonder if you could get an MPP or city mayor on the podcast. I, uh, there's a lot of people working... 
forest. I don't know that I'd want to. I don't know that I'd want to put anybody on the spot per se. Um, I don't know. I, don't know I, I, I appreciate the interest. I, I think we're better to. I, there's a lot of behind this, like the the, the the fight or the the desire and the will is very is still very much alive. There's an awful lot going on behind the scenes to you know. I don't I don't like to use the word expedite the process, but it, as we as we know and I've said in the past that you know municipal politics moves at a glacial pace. I think you know with the event of global warming, things are maybe have sped up a bit. And you know, is there some sort of hope? I would I would say there's a little more hope than normal. Um, you know, we're tr keeping a low profile for obvious reasons. Yeah. Um, we just you know sort of the Instagram and Facebook are flat every now and then. I'll do a throwback post, but we. You know, will there be a push again for you know some support? Quite possibly, but we will let everybody, we'll let everybody know. And you know, we certainly appreciate everybody's you know asking and you know phone calls for people still wanting to book games and stuff. It's really, you know, it's it, it's quite you know a good feeling when you get you know people still wanting to phone out uh, book a game. However, it's like, have you not seen our Facebook? Like, what's going on? Where have you been? Like. We're two years in. But anyway, you know, it's still fantastic. And, you know, we'll keep everybody posted. But, we, you know, are we making some headway? Yeah, maybe a little bit slowly. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah. So stay tuned. We'll we'll try to keep you posted. As soon as we know something, you guys will be the first ones to know anyways. Believe me. Yeah, even Mike Thompson. Yeah. Well, Garbage ho hoping that he tunes in later so he doesn't hear it all. Kevin M. Osborne says, What marker have you guys sold? that you wish you never have so a marker that we wish we kept oh yeah yeah i have one right in my mind go ahead go my ahead. green bushmaster that had an 11 inch barrel and it had a 14 inch barrel it had a lever green quick change i kept the green seven ounce tank because you've all seen it has an oaky sticker on it but it had a lever change and it had the wrap around um, Delron pump, not the wraparound metal pump, but that's what—that's probably one of the only guns that I really wish I kept. I had a Model 85. I probably should have kept that just because. And I had an Aerostar Assassinator, which many people won't know the name Aerostar. That was a manufacturer that came out. It was like a knockoff Bushmaster line SI Bushmaster, but I got one of those. Um, nah, maybe I should have kept that. Like, there's a few things that I that I should have kept. My um, air gun design sidearm, possibly. But otherwise, I think I've kept everything else but those. Yeah. Really, if you think about it. Yeah. I, I've sold a KP3 that I wouldn't mind having back, but whatever. And I also sold my first Cocker, which I had built from scratch, did everything I wanted to, and, and it was awesome. Just thought I wanted to do another one, so I sold it. Um, but to be honest with you, looking back, I kind of don't care. And I'm, I, I, we've been saying for years that, you know, keep everything that you guys have. But I think I'm going to go against that. And I'm going to open up my vault and start selling off some stuff that I haven't used in years. Because I just, there's some new toys that I want. Um, possibly from Planet Eclipse. 
and I think to fund those, I would like to maybe get rid of some of my old dusty things. Josh, what about you? I'm trying to remember what the name of it was. I know last week I said one of the worst markers I've ever owned was the TM15. Well, what was the marker that went along with the TM7? TM7? The TM7. Or the BT Combat. Uh, hang on a second. Let me, let me see what this is right. It's the, the TM7. TM7. I'm going to Google it right now. Yeah, the TM7. I sold my TM7 and I kind of wish I kept it. Yeah. TM7 was pretty solid. Uh, except for the grip. The grip was in no way, shape, or form solid because it was actually it was, like, it's kind of flat, loose and plasticky. But I <laughs> I bought it and I think I only played with it two or three times. And it never gave me any problems. It never gave me any issues. Not like the TM15. But I feel like I didn't give that marker a fair enough shake. And now I look at it, not a whole lot of people have them. I'm kind of thinking I should have kept it because yeah. I think you shake maybe it somewhere long, down though. the line. Yeah. Well, just shake it too many times you're playing with it. Terry White still pulls his out, his TM7 out every now and every <laughs> now and then. Too close to shaking it, and it, you know, it 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 fires, and he's got a uh, an apex barrel on it, and the thing yeah. just it shoots lasers, and yeah. he's so effective with it, and you know, and it's it's short. Yep, it's compact. It, it, it had a collapsible. Fe- did it nice. not have a stock that, like a telescopic sliding stock? I think they did. Didn't I they? think so. I think it was a pretty yes, but well, I think I took mine off. It's I, pretty, I, I had a limited edition olive green one that I, yeah, I maybe I, I sh- maybe I should have kept it. Yeah. There's a reason why Terry is good with his gun, and it's it's something that a lot of guys don't do. You buy a new marker every year, which is great. But you never really get used to it. Guys like Terry, who we're referring to, has played with that gun for years. Same gun every weekend, every time he plays. And that muscle memory is built up. And, you know, it's like when you're a speedballer, it's all well and good to shoot, you know, shoot a you know a specific gun. But if you jump to a different platform and bounce back and forth to, to what looks to be the latest and greatest, you're never going to really get the nuances of that that gun like the guys that always change it for years i stayed on the same platform like you know you can have a planet eclipse gun and buy a new one next year but keep the same model keep the same sort of you know don't jump ship and go you know oh you know the mac dev has a new gun and oh now the field one has a new gun you're just kind of ruining it for yourself i feel um john jones says he sold an eclipse cobalt blue custom shocker Ooh. oh uh, Charles Holton said a Carter Machine Desert Duck. I saw that. And uh, Roger Weaver said cell. What is this cell you speak of? <laughs> um, Phoenix says holding up for the Bud or Special Edition marker that hasn't hit yet. It's coming along. <laughs> we, um, we wow, you can't even catch a break with Phoenix. Christ, you can't say anything. And then she... Uh, Sadly, ah. sadly, Bud told us he would send us one as soon as we sent him a Tiger Stripe hoodie. Yeah. Uh, Mike Thompson said the only only sold one marker, so by default it was my boss's tournament cocker he built with free flow parts in the nineties. It just really only ever belonged to him. Yeah. Uh, John Jones says he won't be getting rid of his EM. EMFMG one hundred. Oh, that's oh, that's nice. Thank you, John Jones. Leds, that was him, not us. That was him. Oh well. But you know what the sad part is, though. Too, I, I've only sold like two or three markers, and that's it. The rest of them I still own. 
But the amount of times I've seen deals go down in the paintball field and you're like, oh, I can't believe that guy just bought that for that. Or somebody's like, that person doesn't even know what they're selling and they just sold it for 50 bucks. Like I watched the guy pull up in the truck and he pulled up to the guy beside me and he's like, hey, I got some paintball stuff to sell. Do you want it? And he opened up this big Rubbermaid and he's like, 100 bucks and I'll give you the whole thing. And like, I looked inside and I was like, there's two grand worth of markers in there. And this guy was just like, yeah, 100 bucks. And the guy beside me bought him. I was like, there's times I've when I've seen that yeah. going down, and I'll see what he's selling. He'll go, oh, I'm going to sell what is like, How much is he going to give you? And he'll go, oh, he's going to give me 100 I'll give you 150 right now if you just tell him you're not going to sell it. Yeah. All right. But was yeah. it hot, though? No, it was like Like clearly. sexy? No, as in like stolen merchandise. <laughs> no, it was like, no, it was like old stuff that was, that even if it was stolen it was 20 years old and the person that owned it was probably dead yeah yeah like the stuff i'm talking about was like it was clear i i would say it was clearly from when the guy was younger and he was just cleaning out his garage or something i've interjected with some of our staff and employees that that were trying to sell something and they would say oh i'm gonna sell this and you kind of go well what are you gonna sell it for what do you what he goes i got a guy that's interested and i'm like do not sell it for that if you're going to sell that, it's worth far more than that. And if no one's going to give it to you, then I'll help you sell it. But like, we've saved a couple of kids from yeah. selling guns for nothing. And um, yeah, yeah, it's too bad. It's too bad. Um, Matt, did you sell anything that you wish you reg- you you didn't? A handful of markers, like uh, Emag, one or two autocockers, my Viking. Yeah, uh, lived a life of regret. Oh. Yeah, but now you've got a pocket full of cash to buy something new. Do I, though? <laughs> like, like his yeah. neck tattoo that says no regrets? <laughs> no regrets. <laughs> no regrets. John Jones said Jack Wood from Planet is still looking for the first custom cocker he made as part of his university engineering degree. Oh, wow. That'd be kind of cool. What? Has he tried to find it? It's probably in a basement somewhere in someone's rubber made that has no idea. Or a ditch with a chicken on top of it. Um, well, why don't we move on? i got a couple more questions to yeah, get to. I know Gavin. Gavin's not here tonight. Hey, butcher this all you want. It's Gavin's segment. <laughs> um, here's the Jones I like better. Tim Jones in the live chat or, uh, sent, it, sent this in. He says, what is a good age to start a kid in 50 cal paintball to get ready for normal 68? Where I am, you gotta be ten to play sixty-eight. I'd say you could start a kid at eight, maybe a little, little younger if they were half responsible or a big kid. I think that's that's not unrealistic. It's it's been a long time since I've answered the phone and answered that question, but I think I, I at one point I would say you know you might have an eight-year-old kid going on six or you might have an eight-year-old going on ten right like you know your kid yeah. better than i do um eight eight is where we are usually having a cutoff for 50 cal but like if he's a little sniveling brat you may want to just stick with nerf and uh, like i mean i wouldn't say that but i did say like if your kid's eight going on six then it might not be for him yeah you know That's the other thing enough. is you don't want to push it too like I've seen people push their kids too quickly and then they just get turned off the sport because it hurts the first couple of times. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. you know, give them, give, give them the tools to succeed right out of the gate. Um, Eli, 
sends an email. He says, uh, I recently got my wife and niece to watch the WNXL match, which is the women's uh, league in the NXL. Uh, More than once, I found myself explaining with, well, that's how it is, uh, when he was trying to explain the gameplay. He says, number one, split decks. They found it hard to to follow who... uh, who they were watching when the Northern Light Girls were on and the other teams were off and switched, they couldn't figure it out and follow it. Um, how do we fix that? But I, 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 I don't know. I get when you watch hockey, you're watching two teams only. I get that. I, but I, is I, there I, any other sport that does that sort of mix and mingle? The Olympics, maybe, but... Well, you're, I guess golf. If you're watching different yeah. different holes, you have ah, different guys. They move yeah. around. Curling, curling. Yeah. But if you actually sit down and listen to commentary on golf, they'll say something like, "And now we're on the 17th hole with John McElroy." Yeah. Right. And it's like, okay, like here or here's John McElroy's so approach maybe, to the maybe 15th. The, maybe the announcer. Maybe it could who, be up to the announcers to say, like, listen, you guys know paintball. That's great, but you need to explain this in a way that someone who's watching for the first time will get something out of it as well as the tournament players who are also watching it yeah. to get a good view of what that team's doing and the yeah. plays they're making. You have to do both. You have to wear both hats. You just can't get up there and talk speedball the entire time. You have to talk to the entire audience. Yeah, you have yeah. to use some lay terms. Yeah. Um, he, he goes on to talk about uniforms as well. Um, in the pro division or in the premier division of the OPL, you know, we have specific jerseys. Like every team has their own jersey, so it's not a mix and match. So that's easier to watch. So if you're watching Go Sports, for example, and you're watching the pros, it's easy to know what team is which because their jerseys are, are, you know, are distinct. Uh, Daniel further, furthermore, uh, comments. He says, "How can paintball be casted in a way that people who don't play the sport would be interested in watching it? If you look at football or baseball." Those sports have fans that will never throw a ball or set foot on a diamond, uh, but are super diehard fans and watch every game. Why doesn't paintball have the same draw? Um, makes sense. I've been watching a bit of that slap contest. Oh God. You know what I'm talking about. I know exactly I know what you're talking about. And the thing is, I don't know rules, nor will I participate in it. But yet, if it's in front of me, I will check it out for a couple of minutes because I just can't believe people are winning 10 you know, two thousand or five thousand dollars for getting their face annihilated. <laughs> I uh, it's a professional concussion league, is what it is. Yeah. You mean the NFL? No, no, the slap. Oh yeah, it's pretty slap. close to the same thing. But so, I have a I have a theory on paintball. Yeah, it's far too fast for most of the audience in the world watching. Hockey is too fast. If you can't keep track of a puck during a hockey game and you have to come up with something called the Fox puck or put some purple glow across the screen or baseball where they have to show you where the ball flew into the box and whether or not it was a, A you know, a strike strike or a ball. Like, I I honestly think it's too fast for people sitting at home. Make it more user friendly. There's too much going on all at once on a speedball field. Yeah. 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 Matt, Matt, Matty Marshall does an excellent job for Go Sports. He 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 plays it and, and commentates super well. When we do our local tournament series, which has nothing on the NXL in any way, shape, or form, we 
not to necessarily dumb the commentary down, but we try to explain things as they're going on. And as you guys can attest, there are lots of rules in speedball and there are lots of like, well, why are they doing this now? And why is there two minutes all of a sudden between points, not one? And, you know, why are they doing one-on-ones? And we find that we spend a lot of time sort of explaining the rules as we go along. I wonder if maybe Ghost Sports, if they did a little more of that, they would get some more people that may not understand the rules. I mean, there's a lot of people that follow paintball that may not necessarily know the rules. I mean, we're all pretty smart because we watch it all the time, but there are times where even I scratch my head goes, why, why are they doing that? So I don't know, maybe, you know, maybe have a secondary commentator on a different stream that kind of explains more in now, layman's terms, if, if you will. Yeah. And I'm not taking away from Maddie. I think what Maddie does is phenomenal. And to guys that know what they're talking about, he's yes. an awesome watch. But I wonder if there was a, like a, like a, like a channel that you tuned into for like, you know, whatever that has a, a Reader's Digest version of of the rules or what's happening. Uh, and as strange as this sounds, visually, paintball is hard to watch because it, it is. Despite being in the day, and despite the bunkers being colored and the jerseys generally being colored, it's very dark. I don't and see mesh, colors when I see bunkers. <laughs> the mesh around the outside adds a certain shading to it, it that does. visually yeah. makes it hard to watch Could it's almost like you need lights or a clear mesh Could you use a clear that might mesh? make a big difference you know the cameras that they were showing on ghost sports for getting that back row would give a little bit more of a storyline but i wonder what if in the bottom corner of your screen you had the field layout as the map as the as we do and there's a little light bulb for wherever each player is so that you can understand why you know, like what the what the actual chess match that is going. That would probably be a, a very helpful for some people. It would be advantageous. Yeah. And then you know, you know, maybe that maybe that's labeled as you know, like when when Maddie or a commentator would say he's in the Dorito, he's in Dorito three, looking across at God. Those bunkers are labeled on the screen, so you can follow along. Yep. Because um, the announcers are talking, he's in D three or the and Dorito. I, I know it sounds remedial. I get it. But you know how many parents and people that don't play paintball that watch it and find it amusing but don't understand it and it'd be easier to follow too like having a body count live body count would be great you know um even that's still a little bit mid-range for people yeah i think the idea that i think it was zuby that proposed was having that you know that map with your body's good idea that was taught yeah. Or or, or you, you the credit though, or you say, or you play it for what it is. Here's the match. It happens intently for thirty five seconds to a minute, okay, and then afterwards, you need commentary time to have an explanation as to what happened, to do more yeah. review of the plays that just happened. Like yeah. you said, that overhead screen, and then give them like that pen they have in the NFL. Yeah. Right? Where you can go, look, he's going to break out here, he's going to break out here. Oh, yeah. Here's Johnny a recap. And here's what happened. We yeah. try using that. that explains it. And then people yeah. can begin to learn and follow along. And to your point, you need time because we've tried that for OPL, but with split decks only having a minute between each point. Yeah, there's not a whole lot of time. It's 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 difficult. Um, but you get into professional sports and what happens? You have TV timeouts. Yeah. You have that interest. Like, you go watch an NHL hockey game. Yeah, it takes twice as long because all of a sudden, you know, there's a short little horn. And all the players are just standing around. Yeah, and you know, like people get up, go to the bathroom, and yeah, then people come back and they switch seats. And because you have to wait that two minutes for yeah. Rogers to make their money or Bell to make their money or whatever's going on, right? I, so I, I think within the next little while, you'll hear about paintball hitting TV. 
Really? Yeah. I do. There uh, are a lot of sports that are shrinking, though, too. So Alan, there might be more room. Alan Martin says, uh, people play football and baseball since childhood, so they understand the rules. Um, I, I get that, but what about the millions and millions and millions of people that watch cricket? I don't get those rules at all. Cricket is one of the most watched sports in the world. It is, yeah. but they're one of the most confusing rules. You didn't grow up with cricket. That's right, yeah. right? But, I, again... My point is you don't necessarily have to make it completely understandable because people still find it enjoyable to watch. Uh, okay, so I, I work with a gentleman who's massive cricket fan, okay? He's from England. Um, he, he's huge into cricket, okay? He says the closest sport to cricket is hockey. Hmm. And I was like, really? It's not baseball? And he's like, baseball sucks. It's like, baseball is nowhere. He's like, it's more like hockey. And I, he explained it to me one day, and I know less about cricket than when he started. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We used to play a version of cricket when we were kids. It's called rounders? Well, we called it tin can cricket because we take the little juice container. You know when you used to get tomato juice or whatever it is? Yeah. In the, in the oh, s- apple juice. Apple juice. Yeah. Sure. Alan's apple juice yeah. in the tin. So we take yeah. three of those and stack them up to make a wicket. And the pitcher would pitch to hit them down, and the batter would defend it, and you'd run back and forth like bases, and you'd have people in the outfield. But it was still a f- more less confusing than what real cricket is. Yeah. But it was still fun. It was it was it was great. Um, nice to see Wolf joining us in the live chat. We won't give you too much of a hard time for coming in late. I see that. Um, I just I want to make one comment. I watched Wolf's um, video today on Instagram. He was talking about like. He loves the woods. He's a he's a wolf. Wolves belong in the woods. All stuff. I don't know what else he said because I was just mesmerized by that beard of his. That is glorious, and I hope that never ever leaves Wolf's face. Oh, ah, yes. And he tri- he trimmed it because there was um, beard clippings in in one of his pictures or videos. <laughs> hey, Todd, what? you asked about stars. I clicked on something. Mm-hmm. So my first stars, which I have an opportunity to buy, 99 of them, they're discounted. It's $1.37 Canadian. If I want to buy 75 stars later on, they're buck thirty-seven Canadian. 235 stars is $4.14. 490 stars is $8.28. But who gets that? Yeah, what I are the stars for? Like, yeah, I guess they're kind of like a currency. And Hang then on, 830 stars... Research department this. Let's see. So uh, I know that if you watch Twitch and stuff, you can pay the the streamer and stuff like that to give him some cash. I know the type of stuff Josh watches. He can throw in coins and they'll answer his requests and and stuff. Okay. So here we go. (laughs) 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 He wasn't even paying attention. I was able to throw one of the bus. That's great. Uh, Facebook stars is a feature that allows people to show appreciation for your content. In some cases, stars can be monetized by eligible creators. Oh, yeah. Viewers can buy stars and send them to your Reels, videos, live broadcasts, photo posts, and text posts that have stars enabled. And Wolf here says money money goes to the streamer as well, but the problem is... Only if you enable it, though, I think. That's right. So if I... If I don't enable it or if I'm not enabled... Are you an enabler? I... I, I, I asked you to come to the show every week, so I must be. Yeah. So maybe somehow I have something set. You know, the only way to find out truly, ladies and gentlemen, is to buy some stars. Don't. Give no. it a- <laughs> uh, don't, it's a dollar. Don't be it's like that. It's a dollar. Well, I'm curious now. It's a cu- I'm curious now. Um, one thing that you guys should do 
is uh, have a look at Planet Eclipse. Did you know that every game, bunker, or gunfight has a story and now it is time to pull the trigger on a Planet Eclipse product? Whether you're storming the beach or laying the snake, make sure your story has a happy ending. Planet Eclipse, creators of those happy endings. Plumes, puffs, and clouds. EG Smokes gives you the cover, color, and contrast you need. If you're taking pictures, in the picture, or want to be out of the picture, pull a pin on an EG product. Hashtag Pop Smoke. Air Ups. Inflatables designed to be cold air all day. Designed and manufactured in America by Brent. Nothing can beat Air Ups thick welded seams, stainless steel hardware, or multiple color and print options. Don't let your game be deflated. Get Air Ups. Ruthless. Rome was not built in the day, but you sure can look good while doing it. Ruthless now offers fully supplemented team packages. Everything you need to look good on the road to victory. Use the promo code BTB15 to save 15% on your order. Exalt is often imitated or copied, but never duplicated. The Exalt brand is constantly evolving to keep you out front and in the game. Tournament ready, battle proven. Available worldwide. DLX, inspired by the best, DLX has created a new benchmark and high-performance markers with the TM40. The evolution continues light, sleek, and fast. The TM40 only available from DLX. From boondocks to boulevards, whether you're sidewalk surfing or blazing a trail, one wheel leaves the riding to you. Charge and go day or night. Use the promo code BTB10 to save 10% off your new ride at ride519.com. Very good. Is that a wave maker? It is that wave maker, yeah. yeah, yeah. We floated down there last summer to go get a pint, and it's pretty good. Tasty old wave maker. Yeah. They do some cool stuff there, <laughs> like hold 519 events. They, yes. Right, 519. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Wolf Critchlow sent uh, 100 stars and says, remove some clothing now. <laughs> <laughs> I told you it was only fans, but you didn't believe me. That's cool. Only so fans. I'm just trying to... like. Yeah, I don't understand. I'll, it says learn more, so I'll learn more after the show. Not on it your says time. here all you have to do is upload your social insurance number in your tax form. Nice. Oh, and nice. Facebook will give you half a percent of the number of stars. Oh, and you missed the line about your pin, an active pin. Yes. Yeah. Very nice. An active pin. All right. Well, so we have the topic still at hand. Uh, oh, activate a stars party. Activate. Act. Act. Activate. <laughs> Wow, they're Stars. really asking for some cash. Oh, I have to buy them. Oh. Dan and Hardy said he sent... What do you have to buy a star party? That doesn't Dan make any sense. Dan and Hardy said he sent 200 stars. Planet Eclipse Ether 3, please. Sent 200 stars. Because well, <laughs> he has a business account, probably. I don't know. Well, I, I apologize for wasting everybody's time. We'll figure it out, and we'll we'll know for next week. Um, uh, if people start sending stars and asking for photos of our darn tough socks, I'm leaving. <laughs> Chase Alderman. Uh, asks, he says, what can an average paintball player do to help grow the sport and keep it alive during the period of economic instability? Um, I, yeah, invite a friend. I, You know what? I, I think this, this kind of climate we're in right now where, you know, people have, you know, less, less disposable income you will you will see people not taking long week long vacations they will stay around we've seen this many times they stay around and do day trips and things like that and many of the day trips because the parents are off during the week many of the day trips happen during the week so therefore 
people more people are around on weekends and they may be more inclined to drop in and play paintball on a weekend whereas if you go away on a week-long vacation the first week you're either leaving on a Saturday or the Sunday so that weekend shot and then you're typically gone for a week so you don't get back on the Saturday to the Sunday if the parents are working on the next Monday they have to get groceries and caught up and get the grass cut they don't have time to take kids anywhere so in a slightly recessed economy or a slowdown in that and the economic local economics you find paintball is a recreation and it, it's it's a, a day activity and people are around for that i think you know paintball should should weather this storm much like they weathered you know the four or five or six other economic downturns that we've had in the duration of the sport in the 40 years yeah. look at 2007 2008 paintball was fine the numbers dropped but everyone was still decently busy yeah ryan mcgee wants to know what gavin's thoughts are Gavin's we'll thoughts. Wait. Yeah, I don't know. What do you think, Gavin? He doesn't really have a comment today. I, yeah. you know, I'm sitting here beside my friend, asking him what he thinks, and he still hasn't really commented. But you know, he's he's mutter, muddling through. He's worrying about really worrying about cinching up his sack. I tried to help him with that. Let me just get down here and help that. Uh, and, but this is turning into a star party. <laughs> Whatever. Wrong. It sure is. Anyway, his own so star Gavin party. doesn't really have a comment. So just yeah. send your stars and maybe. Lisa Weaver <laughs> says, "Bring other people." I, I I agree. I think the only way to to grow paintball, period, at any at any point, whether the economy is good, bad, or otherwise, is to invite people and introduce them. You know, um, if you have a friend, bring them. If you have a neighbor, tell them about it. You know. It's, it's not an easy sell for a lot of people. Not everybody wants to play paintball, but those that do, if you if you tickle their, their, their interest, they will come out and play. Yep. Uh, John uh, Jones says, post on social media, sorry, and uh, let players try your gear. Yeah, I, I always say the same thing. Um, whether the economy's booming or not, start your conversation by this. Hey, I'm playing paintball this weekend. Would you like to come along? I got some gear you can use. Yep. I'm driving. I'm going there anyways. I'll stop and pick you up. You can come. I'm only going for the morning. If you want to join me, that's fine. If you want to sit, you know, if it turns out you don't like it, when you sit in the staging area. There's going to be other people there you can talk yeah. to. It'll be a good time. Just come along. If anything, you're outside. You're getting a little bit of sun. Yeah. You're getting some fresh air, and you try a new thing. I think yeah. you have to be less passive-aggressive. I think you have to say, come or I'm slashing your tires. Yeah, come or I'll burn your house down. <laughs> Um, yeah. Wolf says we need to have puppets for you guys when someone is missing. Um, <laughs> and so we had a GI Joe for Joe. Yeah. So if you guys uh, send some stars. <laughs> Hello, I'm Gavin. <laughs> oh, the studio all of a sudden smells of sock. <laughs> Didn't we have an inflatable doll at one point? We did yeah. have an inflatable doll. Wolf also has a good point. He says, "Don't post welt pics." Amen. Yes. Yeah. For heaven's sakes, don't post stupid shit like that. Yeah. He cussed. I did. But that's a valid point. Wealth picture. I'll Wealth put stars in the star jar. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Thompson, you should have a guest host when the regular can't make it. <laughs> then vote for the end of the year on the most entertaining guest host and give them a regular but spot. We would, but Wolf keeps saying the studio smells too much like feet. <laughs> yeah. Well, the option of filling Gavin's seat tonight is either my nine-year-old daughter or a cat. <laughs> so you can you can take your choice. The cat keeps running away. <laughs> yes. 
Um, oh, wow. Um, all right. Uh, Chase has two other questions within this question. He says, what are good ways to draw in new players, which we kind of talked about? And uh, what are good ways to keep the costs of playing down and keep things affordable? Certainly, if you have gear, first and foremost, I mean, paintball is a consumable sport. We all know what we signed up for. We know we're buying paint. But if you can save money on bringing your own gear and loaning it to a buddy, uh, then you don't have to pay for the rental. That saves some money. And also, if you give them a mechanical marker, not a fully auto gun, and uh, tell them to take it easy, then uh, maybe that maybe that's a good way. But it agreed. Um, just think if you're if you're lending one of your friends some gear, make sure it's functioning before you get to the field, <laughs> or bring a backup for that. Because there's nothing worse than getting to the field, getting yourself set up, then your the marker you've loaned your pal isn't functioning and then you need to fiddle around with that sometimes really it's just easier to to take get rental equipment because you know that if something goes amok with it they're just going to give you another one yeah yeah so here's an interesting question uh wolf critchlow in the live chat says get councilwoman Corey as a guest amazing what do you think she also says a foot thing about the studio. So, what do you guys think at home if I should push this? What if we brought all of our significant others one day, and we did a eight-person podcast, and uh, you guys could ask them any question? Would that be a problem? Yes. <laughs> I don't know if my wife, but she might. She's been on the podcast before. She's, yeah, she has been on the podcast. She did a segment for the show. Yeah, yeah she, she sure did, did evolve. With, that, that was she was a good sport about that too. I, you know what, she would probably do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, hell, we could almost put them in our stead one night, and the four of us can go to the. <laughs> Gentlemen, put your hands together for. Oh no! No, no. We just go to the movie theater and buy popcorn, or have it delivered. Just eat it in the lobby. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Might I be heard an idea. prognosis negative is playing, so we might as well go see it. Um, I actually went and saw Rochelle. Rochelle, oh, it was pretty an good. erotic journey from Milan to Minsk. Yeah, what? you guys you didn't talk? see sack lunch. I, it's too stupid. I, you walk by the theater and all you hear is like boing and like okay. people laughing. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I, I do need to go back and see Schindler's List because I didn't see much of it the first time. Well, you and your wife are making out the entire time during Schindler's List. List, really? Unfortunately, our mailman caught us and told my parents. <laughs> yeah, I would have been there on time, but I threw up my watch. <laughs> all right, oh anyways, ladies and gentlemen. throws out a perfectly good watch. <laughs> yeah, we're, it's all right, going Seinfeld deep. references are yeah. done. All right, all right uh, we have prices Right. We have a topic to still get to tonight, and we still have our after show. So here's what I'm going to do. Gavin is not here tonight. Let's save our topic for next week. So because That's there's still idea. people commenting uh, during the show right now on those topics. So let's get to that. I've got one last question, and then maybe we'll get to our after show. Uh, yeah. Thing. Yeah. Okay. So Charles Evans says, what's the new icon award thing uh, that has younger players and missing real icons like Tom K and others but Liss Oliver uh, and uh, yeah I, I don't understand first of all I don't know what the icon awards are um, I see every once in a while someone posting that they were nominated or something about it do you guys know do you follow I have no idea Joe, I think you... it's like a and I apologize it's not that what, I don't think the, it's important to have awards I like, just don't know anything about them I don't know like um, an all-star sort of like the maybe an all-star paintball all-star but 
it's like the I don't know what it is. Maybe if we get a, uh, nominated for award, we'd be all up, all up on them. I just I don't know. We there was a couple of awards that were trying to be like a being issued in Canada. We had our own award thing, and it kind of went for a little bit and then failed, unfortunately. It was a couple seasons worth. Yeah, but it was it was a great intention, and if someone wants to do them, great. Um, Wolf says everyone has their own awards now. Yes, uh, everyone does. Uh, so this is iconic paintball. Oh, okay, you got. I, th- I think this is what it is iconic paintball awards twenty twenty two, focusing on honoring the best players, teams, and gear of twenty twenty two season. The iconic awards is presented by Iconic Paintball in association with GoSports.com. Ah, very good. Okay. So if you want some more information, check them out. I, I apologize. I don't. I don't know enough about it. Um, Pamela says a live show would be good information uh, on the best looking paintball apparel. Sorry, you your your Facebook auto corrected that. It says a live show would be good information on the best looking paintball players. That's oh, how. That's why ball. I'm reading it. Yes, so. that's right. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, here's what we're gonna do. If you're watching us on Facebook, we're gonna say farewell because we're getting close to our hour. Uh, if you guys are listening to us on a podcast or watching us on Twitch or YouTube, don't go anywhere. We're gonna continue to record our podcast and do our after show. Uh, so head on over to either YouTube or Twitch or download our podcast and you'll be able to hear it all. Thank you to all of you guys who watched on uh, Facebook. Thank you all that sent in stars. I don't know if that cost you money or not. So if you did, thank you very much. Um, and for everybody else, we'll uh, see you shortly over on uh, the other platforms. Don't be a freeloader. If you liked what you hear, make sure to hit the share button below. Also follow us on our social media outlets like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, ICQ, and now MySpace. If you want to join the conversation, post your comments and we might read them on the show. There, I will send myself an, a message. Um, do you guys know what's happening next Monday night? The show? Oh, is it like episode 600? Oh, 600, yeah. Is it really? It sure as hell is. <laughs> 600? 600 oh. episodes. <laughs> Not podcasts, but episodes. Wow. Yeah, exactly. So. 600? Yeah. That's, that's a lot. lot. 600. That's 600 hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did the math super quick there. Um, getting really close to 10,000 hours. We, we sure are. Uh, by the way, I've had the phone. I didn't tell anybody that I had the phone on, but uh, I didn't have the number up. You didn't have the number up. Okay. Um, so we have 600 episodes. Um, a little bit of closure for those listening last week, and I apologize if Zuby and Gavin um, went a little overboard. But I wanted to give you some closure on my funeral sandwiches. <laughs> okay, I needed closure on that anecdote. So. <laughs> Indeed. I did go to a funeral on Saturday, as I told you that I was, and I was highly expecting funeral sandwiches to be there. Uh, funeral was great. The person, you know, was was definitely highly talked about. A lot of people came out for it, uh, better known than I thought they were. Uh, so good for them for having such a great life. Um, we got to the 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 after service at where, where the hall was. And uh, they had some crudities out. They had some. They had like a pickle tray and some and some stuff. And they had a little empty area on the table where I only assumed that the funeral sandwiches were were going to be placed shortly. 
half so an hour how, in. How long did you hover around that table? Half an hour in, I decided there's no funeral sandwiches. So I went up and I picked at whatever was left. I had some cold cuts and some pickles and stuff like that, which were still delicious. But what what the what happened was they had servers come out of the kitchen and they had like you know, uh, shrimp and saute beef and, and chicken and uh, little egg or chicken salad cups and stuff. Asian Asian chicken salad, they called it. And a bunch of other really great stuff. And the food was huh. great. And, and I don't mean to whatever, which was awesome. And then we were about to leave. It was about an hour, almost an hour into it. And all of a sudden, one of the girls at our table, Meg actually, pointed it out that someone had a funeral sandwich on their plate. Like, no. So we both jumped up and went to the buffet table and there was an empty tray of funeral sandwiches i had missed it they had put out a tray of funeral sandwiches and they were gone um so i kind of skulked back and i'm like i don't know what's worth not serving it or they're serving it and running up for a passenger too few funeral sandwiches so whatever so then a few more minutes went by and we saw another funeral tray come out funeral sandwich tray come out so i ran up went down there got myself a selection of egg and whatever else I had meat because I was grabbing some from someone else and uh, they were terrible oh really they were terrible I've never had funeral sandwiches that I went meh but these were meh at really the, at best even your wife said the same thing it was oh yeah oh dear uh, your mother had one and only she picked it apart and didn't finish it that's how meh it was hmm. so very disappointed very, very disappointed. Well, if you're disappointed about funeral sandwiches, I got some uh, great news for you. Nice. On this coming Saturday at the Cambridge Center Mall, the new Zellers is opening up. I oh, heard yeah. that with all the food trucks. The food truck is coming. The Zellers food truck. But what Zellers open? Sir, sir, where Zellers open? Where are they open? Inside the Bay. It's inside like a pop-up store inside the uh, Bay. Well, the oh, Bay so needs it's not something. Even a real Zellers. Yeah, store. the Bay needs something. The real food bad. truck will be serving. Originals from the back in the day. Nice. The Big Zed Burger, hot chicken sandwich, grilled cheese, chicken fingers, and fries with gravy from a food truck outside okay. of Zellers. Okay. I think I got cardiac disease just listening to that. You know what? I will per- I'm will. i going to mark that down on my list. I'm going to go on Saturday. Saturday, food trucks. Saturday, Saturday. Um, I'm and only going to buy part of the seat, though. Yes, because so. you only need the edge. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll write that down. Saturday food truck. I am hoping desperately that to go there, I want a red shirt, just red T-shirt that says Zellers with white letters on it. Club Z. All I want. Yeah. I don't have a red shirt. I want one. I just wanted to say Zellers. That's it. You know what I'm hoping for? Zeddy to show up. I think there's going to be Zeddy. I read that somewhere, that there could be a Zeddy. This is a regional thing. For all of you guys that don't know in the States, Zellers is like what Target probably was or would have been back in the 80s. And we lost our Zellers. So we it's the closest thing that we had to a Target. So what was a, give the people listening, what was a large scale dollar store went out of business in Canada? Was yeah. Some messed up reason. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, really, that's what it was like a Walmart, but less I Walmart-y. To a Walmart. Yeah, but also at eight a.m. the DJ starts playing. So, oh, Jesus. Um, one last thing I wanted to bring up because we don't have a lot of time on our after show. There's a couple of things in the chat we need to okay. read too. Do you like U two? What? No, the band U two. Yeah, 
Okay. I'm over it. I, I do too. They rewrote some of their songs and they're reworking them. Uh, Sunday Bloody Sunday has revised lyrics and stuff like that. So there's I, a. Well, hang on a second. Is it making it better or is it just some politically correct crap? Uh, no, it makes it better. It makes it better. And to be honest, so what it is essentially, there's a documentary on want to say it's paramount it's one of the it's not netflix but it's one of those it's one of those uh ones and david letterman goes to uh ireland and uh interviews them and it's an hour and a half of interviews slash some concert footage it's very good it's very well done so if you like youtube um it goes pretty deep but if you like youtube yeah Hmm. it's definitely uh definitely worth watching um yeah steve says it's it was a it was a good documentary as well so yeah, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. I don't have I don't have inst- um, whatever you guys are chatting on. I'm still chatting on the Facebook. It's a YouTube chat. It's yeah, on YouTube. I, I don't yeah, have yeah. that. I'm still chatting. Oh, on it's Facebook. Disney Plus. Okay, that's what it is. Disney. Yeah. yeah. So it kind of if you if you like them, it was good. It's like I like Journey, and there's a documentary on Netflix don't that was on there about the how they got the, the you know how they went through losing Steve to grabbing whatever his name is Arnetta. And it's it's good because they've sprinkled in all the music as well. So if you like them, guilty pleasure of mine. I like Journey, so there you go. Yeah. Um, all right. And what else did you want to do? You said something. Oh, just John Jones said he went to a funeral on Wednesday. He said some of the sandwiches were too fancy as they had hummus and falafel. Yum. That That's is, not a funeral sandwich. My condolences. Sandwich, on, not a good funeral sandwich. Yeah, my condolences, uh, John Jones, on not having funeral yeah, sandwiches. And uh, Jeff Thompson says he needs. <laughs> Yeah, but not having sandwiches. Uh, you need FS on the back of your jersey. People might think it stands for first strike, but we all know stands for funeral, funeral sandwiches. sandwiches. Oh, if someone's in the patch industry, I would love to get some funeral sandwich patches. That'll be your next team name, Team Funeral Sandwich. Oh, yeah. And it's funny because like, even at this funeral, I talked to people I didn't know. And I, we were talking about the food and stuff. And I said, there's no funeral sandwiches. And they're like, I know what you mean. And yeah. it's like, you know what a funeral sandwich is? I yeah, so the if you world know, you know that's, that's right yeah. that's right if you know you know all right well Josh thanks for coming on the show tonight oh no, thank you for having me once again and I do look forward to the 600 show for no reason in particular did I tell you I got you a Sheridan pen from Paintball Extravaganza I didn't no give it to did you? You. Oh. it's the new upgraded Sheridan pens wow comfort grip <laughs> look at that oh we only got Gavin Yavante Palms budget one that's right it's it's no Hyatt hotel pen but it may or may not have ink in it but it's 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 for you guys it's a hotel pen so it has two millimeters worth of ink in it but well, thank you yeah. and uh, Joe Kimson from Flagler's Paintball thanks for having me thanks for tuning in everybody I, I will see you next week uh don't forget to like and share and uh, answer some comments. I miss Avante Palms. And Matt for pushing buttons. Gavin, we'll see you next week. And uh, everyone else, thanks for tuning in.